You're listening to Podhaven. You'll be thrilled to hear, incidentally, that I did eventually find that picture of Moses hammering a parsnip up a gnome's ass. Huh. What? This was... that was a thing from our, um, Real Heroes episode we did together, right? Yeah. Oh, totally fucking was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's Shit. Just, I just have it on an external hard drive somewhere, as it turns out. I mean, I would if if I knew if I knew where. It... Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, put the music here then. Yeah. Guys, yes. uh, I've got some. I've got some news. Ooh. As you know, um, I'm big friends with everyone's favorite rapper. Uh, probably, I'd say superstar. Um, Eminem's. Eminem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like the M&Ms. chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The one who invented chocolate. Yeah. Su- superstar ZJ, here we go. It's, he's the red one, isn't he? Uh, yeah, from the he's adverts. The red, he's he's yeah. the red one. He's got spaghetti. Well, he's not got spaghetti anymore. He's not got it anymore. He's he's launching a healthy eating campaign. He's asked me to help out. Oh, okay. Um, what he said is that he needs us to um. Basically, the concept is he's mm-hmm. gonna replace all mentions of foods that aren't perfectly healthy in his songs. Okay. With um healthy foods so what he's given me so far oh yeah i got i got the i got the i got the um the the press email the press pack about this in the the indie haven tips account that he gave to you and Um, no one else yeah no he told me in person yeah he told elodie in person but he told um, me in person well it makes sense that you'd hear first yeah sent an email to astrid asked everyone important just left me out of the loop completely um yeah, well, he's, he's he's doing a song here. You know his mum's spaghetti song? Yeah, the one where he talks about the spaghetti. And, like, yeah. throwing up and stuff. And eating yeah, yeah. And the well, he's replaced it. He's now re-releasing it, and it's going to be called Mum's Banana. Oh, damn. Hmm. Specifically spelled M-U-M as well. He's changed that as well. Oh, so shit. I don't Mum's know. Banana. Get, get, putting a bit of right. British charm in there, you know. Apparently that's popular at the moment. Uh, so like he's asked us to workshop some of the lyrics he's got because right because um, it it changes the whole rhyming structure, doesn't it? Yeah, because currently it's going knees weak, palms swana. His palms are swana, knees weak, arms are harna. There's vomit on his ticket to Botswana. No, his there's 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 vomit on his ticket to the Sahara. Mum's banana. Mum's banana. I yeah, mean, presumably he's... he's still nervous. Yeah. So that bit doesn't not... need changing. But he's he's got his his. He's having palms com- he's having, he's having complex and nuanced thoughts about his father. Mum's banana. Mum's banana. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No. This is. It's. 
what he sent us is mostly just kind of a rambling, uh, just repeated rewrites of um of that bit, but with different ways of rhyming it together. Yeah, I mean, and I guess the rest like... of it doesn't really like he only really mentions spaghetti in that opening bit. Even though the song yeah, is exclusively he's, about spaghetti. He's buying yeah, Are we going to from... have to retroactively make an addendum to the meme? He's buying he's buying mops from the Robert Dias stand in the plaza. That one's a bit of a stretch. Oh, yeah, no, he's no, not no, done a great job yeah, of that no, one. I think it's no. a lot of... Uh, it's a first draft. Of, uh, uh, well, we're going to have to sure. workshop these up, I think. To be honest, I'm a bit worried about the, um, the thing about complex feelings about the dad followed by mum's banana because that that assumes something that makes me think of things that aren't about him throwing up a banana to be honest mm, it's true didn't even make that connection gonna be honest oh, damn yeah it's a good point it's a good point yeah i this mean this is why you're in charge as, of the podcast Elodie. that's 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 thanks um as you go through the lyrics that we've been given it gradually gets more and more freudian and less and less coherent. So I don't know what's happened to Eminem. He looked a bit shaken up when I saw him. He was naked. Uh, I mean, that's 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 the fairly first normal. obvious signifier of something not quite something amiss. Oh. You know, he okay. he glued he taken off one of his toes. He chopped it off and he glued it to his forehead. Oh, again, and, normal. And it, it just had the word um, unicorn written under it, but in the same font that. Jared Leto Joker has damage written on him. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, oh, something's wow. definitely wrong now. Yeah, something's very wrong. Yeah. I'm I wasn't a bit sure worried. until you told me about the font, but yeah, this... I I think this guy might need help. Yeah. I mean, we... He's one of the few people we know really well on this podcast Yeah, that talk about him all the time. And, who... and um, Griff Reese from our other podcast. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, neither of them have been swallowed by the Pengus Void. We need to protect them, and we need to not have Eminem going off the deep end with his banana song. What has happened to my life that these are my primary concerns right now? Welcome to the Indie Haven Podcast with me, your host, Elodie Cunningham. And I am joined, as almost always... Because there was a couple, yeah. I think at least one. We had, we had. Um, there was one Northern, I wasn't in. We had Northern Astrid and Hyper Northern Josh. Yeah, I'm yep. Josh. Out of those two people who were just named, by the way, I'm Josh Rivers. But you're um, not Hyper Northern Josh because that's Martin. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can say your name. And I am. Um, the capital of Ghana. No, I'm not really. I'm Astrid oh, Johnson. Uh, sorry, I'm, I, I'm actually kind of. Um, sorry, I'm just googling that because I don't know what it is. I'm pretty sure it was only said to rhyme with banana. Oh yeah, no, oh, entirely. You put way. more oh, yeah. effort huh. into researching this than was yeah. needed. I have Rhyme uh, Zone opened up. Uh, it's called Accra. A C C R A, and I've never heard of it. If you said it, if you say it like Accra, it could rhyme with banana. His palms are Accra. That's the capital of Ghana. Of Ghana. Mom's banana. There's, there's. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, so do we want to talk about yeah, Humble sure Bundle? I guess we've got to, because look what happens if we don't. Do you believe him? Do That's, you believe yeah. in do you, be- do you think Humble Bundle are telling the truth? Or do you think... Well, either they're telling the truth and they're utterly incompetent, yeah, either well, they're, they're telling lying. the truth and they didn't perform the most cursory of research about For the context, people. For uh, context, yeah. it turns out one of the charities in the most recent Humble Bundle is... The only charity. That, the only charity in the most recent Humble Bundle uh, is a religious charity that teaches religion. And Humble Bundle didn't actually let people know about that Not on just the page. teaches religion. Oh. Uh, teaches the... Well, oh, so it's, it's... What it is... Oh, it's one is of the bad the, ones then. It, um... It takes uh, home... Li- I don't know if it's... No, it's just orphans. Russian orphans. And it it teaches them to accept the love of Jesus Christ into their hearts. That's not wholesome content. So they take children. Orphaned children. Orphaned children. And, and they then... use your charity money... To, um, to make them Jesus people. Yeah, that's what they do. So that screams all and kinds of problems. Humble Bundle, on the actual bundle, just said that it was a place that helped Russian orphans. They did not mention in any way that they had yeah, they these... Didn't, they didn't mention there was a trade-off. Yeah, they didn't mention any of this religious angle at all. Yeah, they didn't mention that it was basically a, a ruse... In order to impress, huh, that's Im- you know. Now I think about that. That kind of like, uh. yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's really like irksome. A, like a, at this? least they get to live in a place now, but like, uh. but that's very exploitative. That, seem, that seems yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Yes. Uh, so so what do we think? Do we think that they are just hilariously incompetent? I don't see how they could be, but at the same time, I kind of think it's possible. Yeah, because this Humble hasn't really, to my knowledge, pulled anything like this before. Yeah. So uh, this is this is certainly a unique case, which makes me wonder whether they really just dropped the ball on this one. I mean, I have to uh, wonder, if they did know and just didn't include the information, like, like, what, what reason they would they have for doing that? Uh, and Just to, to make honest. it so that, because they didn't expect people to look into it, would be the only thing I could think, and which they would, just... Yeah, but like, would why can see, what would they get out of it? Absolutely. Uh, they had a charity on board and they knew people would object and they get money if people don't object and buy the bundle. I mm. guess? That's the only... I mean, there the had to have been another be. charity, surely? Yeah. Were they on well, the clock? I don't know how this works. Like, I'm just... Um, so... The, the thing is... Mm-hmm. The... This... This was such a thing that it managed to entirely overshadow the fact that um, the Hope for Orphans bundle, as they called it, 
mm-hmm. with lots of hearts around the word hope for orphans, uh, was almost entirely made out of um, games about war, including Homefront uh, mm-hmm. and Killing Floor 2, in which the zombies were made from stolen and tortured orphans? Humble! So, like... I mean, it's thematic? (laughs) (laughs) So, like... uh, All of these games are to do with creating orphans, I guess? It's Orphan Theme Week here at Humble. It's... Enchanted Orphan Orphan Theme Week. That's the name so, of the podcast. Like, I um I I found out about a bunch of this stuff. Um like I'd known what was in the bundle and stuff and I had considered mm-hmm. that it seemed out of taste. Uh but yeah. a couple days before um a lot of the actual major news sources started talking about it, including um Laura. Mm. Ah yes. Um I saw about all this in the comment section on the actual Humble Bundle Facebook post about it. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty incredible how many uh, people were just going on about how um, uh, you're so butthurt that they included the word God in a thing. Like, no, that's not the reason. And that's not the point. It's... Hmm... Uh, yeah, that 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 is kind of where I am, um, where I first found out about the whole thing because people, somebody had screenshotted all the stuff on that, yeah, the charity's Facebook page, because it's just there. They they got a whole bunch of stuff about um, Christ and Christmas, whether it was Christmas, um. And things like that. Yeah. And talking about how they put Jesus into children and things. Don't phrase it like that. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, that's kind of what the Eucharist is. Oh. Did you... uh, All right, so... Sorry, this is a quick tiny tangent. Um, Yeah. My my friend is... um, Was raised Catholic. Yeah. And she explained to me that unlike... Because I went to a Protestant church school. Mm. A, a Church of England school. Yeah. Uh, we we did Eucharist sometimes, but not often. And when we did, it was always explained that it was metaphorically the blood and flesh of Jesus. Yeah, it's all symbolism. In Catholic, they actually say that when you're eating it, it literally it, transforms into... It turns into it into in your mouth. Yeah, it actually turns into Jesus' fleshy parts inside of your mouth in the Catholic Which makes one. me wonder why they don't re-ban, rebrand um, Catholicism to to cannibal Christianity, because that sounds so much more badass. Yeah, that sounds like it would, like... Like, you could establish that in a post-apocalypse. Like you that's, totally could. We're, we're the church with staying power. We're the cannibal Christians. That that sounds like a, a Mad Maxian cult. That's a cult. biker gang. That's a biker gang. There it's we go. It's a biker gang or a heavy metal band <laughs> that's still waiting to make it big. Speaking of making it big... They've been doing oh, it for boy. 10 years. It's um, sort oh, of been no, working quickly, out. We, you, I just realised we never said that... Um, 
Didn't didn't you tell me that they'd amended it on their side? Yes, they have amended yes. it. I'm just gonna check that to see what the wording is now. Hmm. Um. Hope here's the hope for orphans one. Do you want to know what's in the hope for orphans one? Since I actually have it here. Open. Yeah, let's do three real quick. Yeah. Uh, Rising Storm Game of the Year Edition. Killing Floor. Mm. Black Hole. Ill to Sturmovic, nineteen forty-six. Fucking hell. Killing Floor Two, King's Bounty Platinum Edition, Homefront: The Revolution Standard Edition, mm-hmm. Killing Floor Two Soundtrack, Rising Storm Two Vietnam. Fucking hell! Call to Arms full version and Call to Arms Deluxe Edition upgrade. If the if the lack of if the lack of nuance and sensitivity wasn't enough, like Homefront Revolution is a really fucking bad game. Yeah, <laughs> it's really bad, <laughs> which is just doubly insulting, really, isn't it? Insult to injury. Oh, but they have amended. They said they didn't realise that the charity was religious, and they have now put that information on the bundle. I actually cannot find it on the bundle. Oh, they uh, might unless it's in, it out unless it's in this video. It might be they, in the video. I'm not sure. There's a video here. It's a minute and fifty three seconds. I mean, if it is only in the video, that's fucking sneaky. Sorry, I'm gonna edit this out, but I'm watching the video right now. Space. Oh, I haven't found it in the video. They just keep talking about inspiring purpose. Oh, uh, I found an article on. Oh, the that makes my skin crawl. Um. They um, uh, so website thesixthaxis.com um, asked the hum- hum- asked humble about the religious affiliations of the charity, and they released a statement. The statement is: When we prepared the bundle page, we weren't aware of the charity's religious affiliation. To ensure that they're being as transparent as possible, we've updated the text on the bundle page. The text um, on the page. The new text is also pasted below. Change Thirty is a faith-based uh, non-profit organization whose mission is to inspire. Per- oh, faith-based. Faith-based. Um, I, I, I cannot find this on the bundle page anywhere. That's I, troubling. Yeah, like, I mean, it might be here somewhere, but the thing is, if I can't find it, then it defeats the point. It's not really yeah. disclosure. If it's you've not it. in the video. The video just talks about yeah. inspiring purpose a lot. They've supposedly stated right. that um, the funding specifically from the Humble Bundle will only be used to help the orphans rather than any religious agenda, which <laughs> it, you can't really you can't really. Okay, that, I can found you? it. If the organisation itself is religious, yeah, no, it, you can't and avoid has that it. Mission statement. Yeah. It's. I, right, I, I am now convinced found... that they deliberately omitted this information. I found it now. What you have to do mm-hmm. is you have to actually click on the logo for the charity and it brings up a pop-up that has all of that text. Right, fuck off, did they not know? If they are making it this... For the amount of shit they've gotten over this, if they are making it this difficult to find, fuck off, did they not know about this before they prepared the page? Yeah, it, they're, yeah, they're so going much. even now. They are going out of their way to hide it. And it, the only, the only way they're mentioning it on here is saying that it's faith-based. There's absolutely not a yeah. single no other... explanation of what that means, even. Yeah, it 
and it doesn't actually say that it's not what it says is that the fundraising received through Humble Bundle will be, eh, will be used to fund orphanage support, life skill classes, young mums programs, temporary housing needs, and vocational training programs for orphans and orphan graduates in Russia. So that doesn't actually... Explicitly state that it won't be used for religious agenda. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <sighs> Which so is a like... problem... So this isn't great. No, it's not. It's not. Doesn't it? paint a brilliant picture, does it? Absolutely not. Speaking of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah. Have you heard the news about the good Christian fun that you can have in Stardew Valley now, thanks to that modder? You know that one. <laughs> I Ellie, suppose you, this uh, was the natural progression. What's happened? Speaking of utter wank. <laughs> Speaking of utter wank! <laughs> this mod is called Hordy Bachelors! Mwah, 10 out of 10. Um, so basically, somebody added jerk off schedules for every guy in a mod for Stardew Valley. The, the, um, As you do. As you do. Okay, the. The mod is by a modder named Giraffarig, which is a Pokemon. That's <laughs> oh my like god, a, of course like, it is. It's, a, it's a giraffe, a which has like a um, a chomp chomp on its butt. Oh well. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, I am I familiar with that one. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I want to look at a picture of it. Paste because paste, I want to uh, paste a picture in in the Discord chat to jog my memory. Okay. I, the reason I need to do this is because um. I, I'm going to imagine that this is what made this, is actually this Pokemon. <laughs> okay, right. Oh <laughs> my god! I want to believe, I want to believe. I want to <laughs> believe. Hi, it's me, the Exile Man. It's me, the X-Files. I'm yeah. here to tell you about this mod that a giraffe made for a minute. <laughs> so this, this giraffe with um, a sentient butt tail... Uh, Sentient butt tail and extraordinary the, programming talent. An extraordinary programming talent, which is impressive considering the cloven hooves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> made a mod for Stardew Valley, where at any given time during the game, each uh, each dude character has um, a wank-off session built into their daily schedule. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's that about is... the gist of it. So what do we feel about this, guys? Great. Uh, yeah, same. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about this. I, I, I'm, I'm glad. It's um. Sure is going to add to my immersion. I, I like that the the waypoint article about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, has an actual um interview with Giraffe Egg. Oh my goodness! They reached out to him. <laughs> yeah. Of course they did. Well, they really Amazing. wanted to get the inside scoop on all the deep nuances of the mod in question. Oh. Uh, so here's here's one of the the um. Give us a quote. Give us a. Here's quote. some questions that they asked. Okay. I'm just going to ask some of the better questions or read them out. Give even. us like the top two or three. Yeah, I'll give you the top two questions. Sweet. There are a lot of different mods you could have made for Stardew Valley, but this one adds jerk off in closed captions schedules for the various characters. Was there a specific inspiration? 
Giraffarope replies, There wasn't really too much inspiration. There were a lot of lewd mods for The Bachelorette, so I thought, why not make some mods for people who like guys, aka me? So I taught myself how to mod and made it a reality! Exclamation mark. Inspiring. Uh, I mean, uh, fair play. Waypoint once again asks, How do you come up with the different schedules? Did you think some characters might be more inclined to jerk off at different times? Talk us through your process. Jesus Christ. They really wanted this to be news, huh? Oh, you know what, though? It's so expertly done, and it's so well done that I can't fault I can't fault it they at have, all. They have, bravo, they have put more effort into these questions than I think the, the creator of the mod put into thinking about the reason for it. I really do. Do you, do you, do you want to hear the, the creator's um What was the response, Elodie? Giraffe replies, For the schedules, it wasn't anything too specific. There would be a chunk of time where they would just be standing on a tile for multiple in-game hours, so I thought that would be a good time to spice things up. As for the marriage schedules, it was a similar thing. For characters like Alex and Sam, they would only ever go out once a week, so I added another day and decided to make them masturbate for good measure. <laughs> for good measure! Uh... <laughs> you know. Oh. Uh, okay, I... Sorry, I'm going to have to read you a couple more questions, because I've just scrolled down. There's so many. Oh, goodness. Uh... But there's two two more that are, are quite incredible. Yeah. The the next good one is, do you think the characters in this game are already masturbating in private, but you're just mas- bleh, making it an event the player can view? I guess what I'm asking is about the lore of Stardew Valley. Did people jerk off before you made this mod? <laughs> to, to, which, to which they reply, what? it's a dude. It's a fucking game. Giraffarig guy. It it started off with just Alex and Sam, as I felt as though those two, out of all the five bachelors at the time, would be the ones most likely to jerk off. <laughs> I assumed the Based on a cursory off. psych evaluation. <laughs> <laughs> I'd assumed the characters jerked off before. What young man hasn't? I was just bringing to light the hidden habits of the young men in the town. Oh my goodness. And the next question is, some call it jerking off, others call it masturbating. How do you decide on calling it jerking off? And Giraffarig replies, the reason I called it jerking off is because I felt like the word masturbating was almost too formal. And then they, <laughs> they have that. They have that as a full pull quote. Oh, afterwards. that's such a good pull quote. That's such a... Oh my god. Oh... Waypoint. Waypoint. Masturbation is too formal. Geniuses. Uh, do you want to know about some of the other, um, some other giraffe egg mods? Oh, do tell. Give, give, give us a list of a couple. Um, there's, um, well, his first, his first work was um, nude bathing, which replaced the character's swimsuit with a penis. Oh, is this all the entire Valley? swimsuit with yeah. just a penis? Wow! Stardew Valley as well. And um, he also made a mod where you can have sex with his favourite Stardew Valley character, Alex. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, apparently, apparently only... Um, well, 
uh, originally only Sam, Alex, and Sebastian were able to masturbate in his original mod, a masturbation mod. But now in Horny Bachelors, all of the bachelors can do masturbate. Not just can, but do. <laughs> can and will. Got at the slightest attitude. provocation. Oh. Well, that exists. This brings me so much joy. I'm just I'm just going to screenshot the um screenshot the, the um the poll quote here. Just so that you can see it cuz that's very good. I just want I I do I would love to In see it. In all its glory. That's Amazing. Outstanding. That's so good. Ten I think out my favourite thing about it is that the pull quote is coming exactly after the sentence, so you just read it twice in succession. I it's think that was deliberate and very, very effective. <laughs> well, 2018's off to a damn good start. Yeah. More like, more like, more like, more like, more like, more like 2018. Hey. <laughs> that, that's the kind of top quality comedy you've come Speaking to expect from the Indian Do you know oh, what it's uh, time for? Oh, uh, it's time for me to tell you about another pun I made because I was proud of it. Okay, all right. Oh, okay. Uh, I made a U- I made a YouTube video about the um the shitty stuff YouTube was doing mm-hmm. and is still doing, which means that I won't actually be able to get my forty quid out of it because you need sixty to get it out, and I don't have enough hours and subscribers on their new thing oh, to get any more of the money. Fun. Uh, well, I named the video more like PooTube. Am I right? Oh, so I'm on a zinger streak. Speaking I'm about, doing like, I'm doing like I'm doing like that cool, cool clicking they do. The cool clicking when they're Can you going. Hear it? Yeah, yeah, I can't click my fingers. Actually, it's a great shame. But you know what you can do, Josh? What can I do? You can tell us about your Josh's brief thoughts. Open parenthesis for brevity. Close parenthesis. Josh's brief thoughts. Josh's brevity. Thoughts, open brackets Bra- for in brackets. Close that bit brackets. was. Josh's yeah, brevity. And for we're the children a, of the world. We're not, we're not doing a full deep, deep thoughts this time. Yeah. Because we're all very tired. I could, I guess Give us a really yeah. deep thought in 20 words or less. What if the surface of Mercury is actually wasps? I mean, I agree. Same. This is, this what is are the of... implications, though, Elodie? That's I what think... I'm asking. I wonder if this interacts with our previous theory. You're going to have to be way more specific. Hi, hi, Josh, Josh, Josh. Yeah. Uh, Astra Johnson from Indy Haven. I have a question. Uh, what yeah. breed of wasp is, cons- is consisting the surface of Mercury? Do I look like I work for fucking NASA? <laughs> Does this I'm just posing any... the question. Does this have any relation to atrophied Mr. Happy? Oh, that takes me back. Oh, possibly, damn. possibly not. It might have atrophied from wasp. We don't know. I don't know if wasps cause entropy. I would assume they do. They look like I they mean, would. I mean, I would suspect of all of the animals on this beautiful earth of ours that wasps would cause the most entropy. The most entropy out of any, any insect. Animal, animal yeah. insect or otherwise. Yeah. So Wasps are very entrepreneurial. En- entrepreneurial. 
Yeah. Entrepreneurial, did you say? Uh, <laughs> also entropy, really good business people. <laughs> entropy as a thing is directly related to wasp. Yeah, or, no, yeah. entropy 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 is the measurement of wasp content. I'll hold on, I'm gonna put that into a calculator real quick. Yeah, it just says wasp over and over again in big letters. So did you did you just put did you just put entropy equals? Yeah. To be honest, I don't know why my calculator's got words. Like instead well, of so num- there's can, no numbers on it. But it's, it's so you can it's write letters on it and show it to your friends in school. Except you can't because there's no there's no numbers. It's just got full words. Yeah, Which it's just you can it's still just, write I, boobies on it. I gotta be honest, I think school. I just like I'm not sure what happened. I think I just sent a text. I think I just sent a text that said entropy to someone and they somehow knew to reply with wasps. You... Hang on, let me check who I sent that to. <gasps> oh, it's John Nasser, the founder of NASA. Oh, there we go. See, you heard it here hey, first, well, folks. John Nasser NASA would confirmed, know. NASA confirmed. Um, yeah, NASA himself. Is, Mr. NASA himself has confirmed that the surface of Mercury consists of Boss wasps. NASA, if you will. Boss NASA. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of bird of prey has broken into the studio. <laughs> The planet core. The planet wasps. <laughs> NASA, it's run by Boss Nats. Confirmed oh. by Brian Blessed himself. The core of Mercury is wasps. But not the surface, then, I guess. The core is wasps. There's a twist Hello, it's me, Brian Blessed. I'm here in the studio. Ha ha ha! It's Brian Blessed, everyone. The real one. I'm the real one. I'm going to take off my skin suit now and reveal that I am actually Boss Nass in disguise. The Planet Coin! Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Irrefutable proof that the core of Mercury is wasps. He just ran off. Just and ran that off. was... Josh's brief thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Josh's brief I'm, thoughts. Um, brackets. It's brevity. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Uh, I didn't prepare anything in advance for this one. So, I... Considering that, I'm quite pleased with how that turned out. That was beautiful. <laughs> oh. You really will run with just nothing, won't you? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, I love well, you entirely unrelated to the events that just happened with, with Brian Blessed coming in and revealing that he was boss ass all along, my throat really hurts and I don't really know why because I didn't say anything. What a mysterious well, Let's take a moment for your throat to recover by getting people to listen to the ad. Oh, that nice. Yeah. Fucking smooth. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it. My greatest creation. Uh, what? Ma- Martin, you're supposed to be my Igor. What about me? You're my you're my other Igor. I thought we had a a, a pre meeting about this, but the whole thing. Oh, 
Forget it. Yes, that's right. We're Day and 8-Bit, Pothaven's premier video game biology podcast. It's Pothaven's only video game biology podcast. We're still the premier one. So, come join us in the lab for scientific discussion and terrible jokes on DNA bit Don't eat turtles, please. Don't eat turtles, we please. Don't, do not eat turtles. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Cheers, love. It's Mickey me, Mouse? Tracer. Oh, it's Tracer. I'm here now. Do you want to buy some loot boxes? No. No. But you know what? Tracer is in a video game and video games are things that we have to recommend. (laughs) Cheers, love. I'm going to go and probably wank my dick off on Source Filmmaker. Bye. Excellent. (laughs) It's good to know that they're still at it. Yep. So, video games. What video games have people been playing who and would like to recommend them? I am going to start off because this is more like, like I've not really played all that much of this game. Mm-hmm. but And it's kind of already been okay. re- recommended. But fucking Battleship Brigade, man. Oh, damn. Yes. <laughs> My little I'm brother got a Switch one. for Christmas. Eight. And so I, na- I seized this opportunity and I recommended... There is this game that chef, but also fight the monster and put it in the pot, make a puzzle, orbs, cook the food, <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. And he somehow understood all of that perfectly, so he got the game. Mm. Uh, it's very good. Isn't it? Like, it's Isn't kind it of, just... it's slightly different from what I was expecting in the, the, um, I mean, I don't really know what I was expecting, but, like, I guess it'd be difficult for something this kind of odd to, like, not sort of surprise you in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's there's not been anything like it before. Yeah, it's just... It's an interesting... Basically, how it works is that seemingly every kitchen in this world just has a back garden... Where there are vicious monsters. <laughs> I mean, yep. don't we and all? <laughs> in this society, don't we all? Mm. In this economy? In, the, in this economy, aren't we all just chefs with gardens full of giant carnivorous plants? I think that's a very beautiful metaphor. But... Yeah, so that that's just a thing, and nobody really questions it. Uh, I I guess either it's just accepted that being a chef is just really fucking dangerous in this world, or the monsters are just so much of a non-threat. Yeah, that this is just like they're so used to them by now that they've somehow built the catering industry around their <laughs> presence. That. That's why I order from our podcast sponsor, Green Penny. Is that a reference to the game? No, no, it's because a load of podcasts are sponsored by Blue Apron. Ah, it was a fun fun reference humour. Yeah. Like what the comedy shows do. Excellent. A bit like it, yeah. So yeah, I've played a little bit of the game. I've only really like seen 
what are essentially the tutorial sections. But like like you like I've gotten as far as the first practice fight, basically. And then I've just like not had an opportunity to get back around to it again. But bloody good. Um so I played a little bit more um of the uh tournament mode. Um oh, yeah. and I can confirm it gets it can it stays consistently good and it starts introducing a couple of like it very um very naturally and um very um it like the way it introduces different subtle mechanic tweaks um is is very um paced very well so it's not too overwhelming but it does introduce right. some new interesting things it's really good Excellent. I shall have to make more of an effort to get back to that because I do want to see more of it. Like it's got me. It's done more in the opening, like five minutes, to get me interested in the game than a lot of games do in the opening hour. And I'm thinking specifically it. of Heavy Rain when I say that. <laughs> Gave that game an hour of my fucking life. Did nothing with it. Who hmm. made Heavy Rain? Oh, yeah, it was our good friend, David Kirsch. Hello, I'm oh, back. God. Oh, my God, he's a phantom again. I have returned. And what? now, I am more powerful than ever. We were so close to having a speedy streamlined podcast, you guys. I have it's okay, we've not even hit 50 minutes yet. Power by the Pengus Void, I'm David Kirsch. Ah, brilliant. Mm-hmm. So I guess this Pengus Void is going to feature copious amounts of sexual assault scenes now. Yes, and also I have, I'm going to go and round up my friends, Ellen Farge, who is gay, and my friend <laughs> Willem Defarge, who is Willem Defarge, yes. who is a goblin. Yes, and I'm going to stand next to them, and then everything I do is fine. Ha <laughs> yeah. ha! me, David. Kirsch. He's not homophobic, because he stood homophobic. next to someone who isn't homophobic. Yes, I'm um, David Carter. I stood next to Ellen Parger. Ellen Parger fights for LGBTQ rights, and as we all know, if you're a man, you can stand near women and take credit for everything they do. It's true. So, her, her, like her doing actual good things for the world, that property is like transmutive, like it translates across. So I've actually come up with a plan. This is what I did come up with something for that segment. I've got a plan, uh, right? Yeah. Based on what David Carger's based on Carger's theorem, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mm-hmm. am. In, I've got something in the works, right? I've hired some contractors, and I'm going to build Hope's Peak Academy, but real. Well, that's right. For for those of you listening out there, that's Hope, the Dangan Romper place. That's the Dangan Romper place for yes. people with exceptional talents in all across all a truly disparate, unwieldy variation of fields, but. Once I get them all in there, all the most talented people in their field in the world, I will stand near them, thus gaining their properties. But only, specifically, only the properties that are good. Well, there we go. 
So there we go. That and that is cool. how you become a good person. But you can only do it if you're a man. So yeah, if true. if you're not a man, tough luck. So Josh has kind of got a monopoly on that one here. Yeah. Yeah. As the as the only man in the world, I have oh. got a monopoly I, um, on this. I wish you the best of luck. I have uh, a game so, I want to recommend. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, so, yeah. Back suggest. to the back to the point of the segment. Yes. So. Many of you may have heard of a little game published by Devolver Digital, developed by Free Lives Games, the developers of Broforce, a game called Genital Jousting. I had no <clears> idea <throat> it was made by the same people as Broforce. Yeah, fun fact, fun fact. They also made Gorn, the uh, HTC Vive, uh, H- oh. yeah, the HTC Vive um, um, Gladiator that. game. Yeah. Ah, the HTC Vive. The Vive. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so they made a game called Genital Jousting, and up until recently... Sorry, I'm just going to interrupt quickly, because Mm -hmm. for some reason, when we were saying the HTC Vive, I thought, I was thinking that was the name of the UYA for a minute there. No, it's not! (laughs) I was thinking that was a game on the UYA, and then I realised, then I realised that no, that's incorrect. That is incorrect. (laughs) It ain't the Ouya. It's not the Ouya. For good or for ill, it ain't the Ouya. It ain't the Ouya. For good or for ill, it ain't anyway, the Ouya. Anyway, 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 so. Yes. Uh, they made a game called Genital Jousting, and up until recently, it's only had a multiplayer mode uh, that consists of you controlling a disembodied, sentient penis with a butthole between your balls, and you need to try and put your penis in the buttholes of other penises, and... Before all, the other penises wear, put like, their penises wear, in your like, butthole. They fun costumes and stuff. And it's yeah, like they have fun, fun costumes. Um, yeah. And you end up um, creating massive, ridiculous daisy chains of, of penises in butts. It's great. Now, today, they officially released the story mode for genital jousting. Mm-hmm. And I would like to recommend it. I wrote a review... That went up today. Definitely didn't go up tomorrow. Definitely didn't <laughs> prematurely put that up there. Didn't go up tomorrow. What? You said it didn't go up tomorrow. Shut up! It definitely didn't go up yesterday. Definitely didn't go up yesterday. Mistake. Definitely didn't prematurely congratulate the developers on that game. Um, but yeah, it's. A very, very silly, very, very funny, very immature, very dick-jokey, dick-punny, innuendo-laden story about a penis named John with John, John with a dead-end job who's trying to get his life together so he can bring a date with him to his school reunion. Yeah. And... Gameplay-wise, gameplay and narrative-wise, it's like a mixture of the Stanley Parable and Goat Simulator. In that it's very difficult and ridiculous to try and do anything gameplay-wise, but it play it leans into that a lot. Because you're hmm. a giant, flaccid, wobbly penis. And narrative-wise... I mean, you... I am. Hmm? I, I am. So that really that really speaks to me and my soul because yeah, I am good. a giant wobbly flaccid penis. That's good. That's good. It's great so, that you get that representation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's groundbreaking. So 
Um, but narrative weights, there is a narrator um, telling the story, um, and it's it's told in a very Stanley Parable esque way, where it it discusses like the innermost thoughts of the character and does it in a comical, semi satirical fashion. But the really interesting thing about the story mode for genital jousting is that it tells a really fascinating story about toxic masculinity. <laughs> the Do main character, John, the main character, John, sees it as um, basically he feels like his life is worthless and 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 bad and losery because he doesn't have he doesn't have a girlfriend and it, that means that his life is not complete and the entirety of the game is him trying to get a girlfriend but in a very objectifying fashion mm. doing all of these things that are typically like stereotypically hyper masculine to try and make himself more desirable so that he can get this girlfriend and show the girlfriend off to all of his old high school friends to prove that he isn't a loser anymore mm. and you go through the game and you john keeps doing just more shitty stuff uh, like there's a sequence where you're just running through like different clubs and bars trying to pick up the first goals that you see and being a creeper and getting kicked out again and again and again and there's uh, and it it tackles this idea of this being really toxic like toxic masculinity behavior and like calls it out and um minor spoilers there's I say minor spoilers, it's the spoiler for the end of the campaign, but it's only, it, it's, I, I hesitate to, it, it's, an, it, it's, it's interesting to discuss, so spoilers from this point on, um, at the end, um, you, you, John goes to the reunion, doesn't have a date, um, beats his old high school bullies up, vomits everywhere, and ends up in a, in, like, the garden um like a public park by some swans uh, passed out and his friend sam another penis who's a reoccurring character throughout the game um finds him picks him up takes him on a walk and they talk about stuff and they open up and they discuss their feelings and john realizes how horrible a person he's being and they um and sam teaches him how to like do self-care and work through your emotions in a healthy way so that you don't end up like and and not necessarily um strictly um sticking to ideas of masculinity in order to cope with all of that and it was really fascinating it was really fascinating that this game where you're a literal sentient penis flopping about everywhere working at a company called flesh corp that makes vibrators deals with this topic in a really surprisingly nuanced way i have two questions mm -hmm. first question are the swans penises the swans are actually just swans the however swans there are, are earthworms swans. that are smaller penises okay i'm sad and all, and all dogs aren't... and all dogs are dobermans not dobermans um okay. i've forgotten the name of the breed sausage but, dogs yeah Dashans. Dashans, yeah. Dashans. Dashans. Uh, and the other thing is, are all of the other humans penises? Yeah, all of the other humans are penises. It, nice. Yeah. 
Um, those were my two questions. I just, yeah, I'm a bit sad Ooh. about the swans. Yeah, yeah, it's all right though. Like, I, I, I suppose swans just transcend that sort of thing on dinner uh, being swans. But yeah. <laughs> I would highly recommend it. It's it's a really fascinating experience and it's very entertaining. Do you think maybe they made it a game that was haha penises because this was the plan? I wouldn't be surprised if that like was they, the they plan. They just it... slipped it in in a funny game about yeah, penises like you know hiding what? vegetables in your kid's dinner. I absolutely think that's what they did and it was really clever and I'm looking forward to seeing what other people think about it because I thought it was it was brilliant. I thought it was really, really interesting. You it know, sounds I, great. Yeah, I've never played Brothorse. I wonder if that has a plot about toxic masculinity as well because it's I've never it. actually played it enough to find that out. Yeah, I never got to the end. Me and a friend were going through it for a while. We never actually finished it. Um... As far as I can tell, everything's just like hyper macho to the point of self parody. Like yeah, it's just, yeah, it's that, much, just like, that much I can tell. It's a much less nuanced uh, jab at the uh, people's ideas of masculinity, I guess. Mm. But, um, yeah. yeah. So do you want to know something fun quickly before I say my recommendation, which sure is thing. going to What's be short? What's the quick fun thing? Uh, you know the giraffe rig that we got up on our screen still? Yes. If you click and drag him, you get a little one that you can oh, take yeah. about with you. And it's it's like one of those things that, that don't talk to me or my son ever again because he got a big <laughs> one and a little one. Yeah, I know one. what you mean. It's a, bit, it's a bit like that one. That's pretty like great. It. That's well, another fun little thing. That we uh, you can have fun what game, memes. What, what oh, game sorry, I've played? just noticed one more thing. Oh, yeah. He's got a relation to another meme. Oh. Because you know the meme, if if a dog would watch trousers, would he wear them like this or like this? Yeah. Oh, yes. you know that one? It, he's wearing them like this. Oh, shit. He totally is, isn't he? Well, there we go. Well, that solves it. This that does. It solves giraffe it. has solved biggest question of our generation. Also, something I don't think anyone really acknowledged when that was a big hot topic. You know, <laughs> you know, you know like the, the Pinocchio stock. animated movie. Yeah. Yeah. When when the kids turn into donkeys, which have the same sort of general four-legged structure of a dog, um, they're wearing the trousers general on the back two legs as well. <laughs> they're wearing the they're wearing the trousers on the back four legs as well. So mm. take that into account. Well, that might just be because they were previously not donkeys. Yeah, we don't know I was about that to, would happen I was in about nature. Say, well, like, but it looks I don't, right, doesn't it? I, yeah, but like, if you weren't a donkey and you got transformed into a donkey, yeah? Your trousers wouldn't like transform to cover your arms or something. Yeah, your trousers put, wouldn't compensate for the sudden change in your anatomy. You weren't so, supposed to think about So my so recommendation... Yes, what's your recommendation? Is, um, this, this is going to be a big surprise for everyone. Yeah. Uh, Witcher Three Blood and Wine expansion because I actually played it now. Oh, and it oh. is like forty hours long. It's really Damn. big. Wow! You get yeah. you get a massive new area with loads of stuff to do, and a main story and a bunch of side stuff. And 
loads of new music and new Gwent cards to play with and things like that, and it's all fun. And I like it. Yeah, except this one goes. Oh my god! Game of the year. Yeah, and it's it's got vampires in it and stuff also. Excellent. That's pretty cool. Uh, But uh, there's one distracting point, yeah? Yeah. Doesn't have Geralt's stinky bath feet in it. That's a real shame. There is a mission where Geralt has to track down correct paperwork in a bank and gets laid on a paper trail for a bit. And you keep having to go to different bits of the bank and talk to people who don't really want to talk to you for a while. Again. Sorry, this, this is the this is the guy who kills monsters, yeah. Yeah, he okay. has to uh, he has to um track down some money. Oh, in I mean, a bank. he's self-employed. He's got admin that needs doing. Yeah, can't really outsource it. Uh, I don't the the story itself was um good, but it wasn't as tightly focused and interesting as um Hearts of Stone was. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um. But as a as an experience, I'd say it's probably up there with the original Witcher three experience overall, and I okay. very much enjoyed it. And that's my recommendation: is that if people have played the main game, they should get a DLC. Awesome source. All right. Cool. Uh, so I think that's us done. Yeah. Yeah, seemingly. Sweet. Awesome source. This wow, this one was actually the length it should have been. Yeah, yeah. nice one, guys. That's a even, even with all of those fun characters, he showed up. With all those fun characters, like all those fun characters. So where can we find each of us on the internet? Oh hey, I forgot about that bit. <laughs> yeah, we've got, we got to do self promotion. That's the entire point of this. Jo- Josh goes first. It stresses I do me go out first. if he I, does. I completely forgot that I went first actually when I asked the question. But so you can find me on Twitter at Jam Tyrant. You can find me on YouTube at the Abominable Showman. More importantly, keep an eye out on Indie Haven for a video that I am hoping to have out by this time next week. A videoed. The audio is done, and that's the yes. only bit that really takes me for fucking ever. Oh, I feel you I've got there, the footage. Buddy. Some of the footage got a bit blur when I was copying it over, but that didn't. It's not going to take long to rectify. Very Just got to put footage to the words, a little bit of music, bish bash bosh. We're finally going to have this fucking hellblade conversation. So damn excited! Finally, did you I'm, mention me in it at all? I did not mention you in it at all. I don't think I mentioned, like, real people I, I just, at any point. Just wanted to be in it, really. I just all. wanted... You should You should have said that. <laughs> it's locked in now. Can you put a picture of me in at one point? <laughs> um, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Thanks. Right. Okay, so that's that's where I am. Look forward to the Hellblade video. I'm really looking for. I'm very happy with how it turned out. I'm really terrified about it. how it's going to be perceived, but oh, happy course, with how it turned out. I see to red. I see to red. So, if you like 
stuff by me, you can find it at jaffameister.com. That's J-A-F-F-A-M-E-I-S-T-E-R.com. You can also go there if you don't know a lot about what I do and you want to find out about it. Uh, it's very communistic at times, so brace yourself for that. Um, you can also, through there, find a humble. My... That's what disclosure sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Um... <laughs> topical um you can also find all of my freelance content there uh, i have a couple pieces up on waypoint a piece up on gamesindustry.biz and feature in the british paper the morning star about socialist memes oh you can also find all of my stuff at indie haven i'm going to be doing a few cheeky little news posts up there uh tomorrow as of recording on f- so that's on friday so you'll already have seen them probably if you're a fan um, you can also find me on Twitter, where I talk about a variety of different things and will p- give people updates about what's going on with me. So you should go follow me, like my things, reblog, my, retweet my things, and and say hi. That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, there we go. Uh, I, I found the picture that you got to use. Okay, <laughs> that's good. so I've got to put that picture in the video then. Th- this one here. I mean, fuck, I guess that's locked in now. <laughs> yes. Alright. As you're ready should for the chief, I, should I ex- this. Should I explain that you requested it or not? No. Right, because I'm having a difficult time figuring out how I'm going to work that in. You know, you know when, um, you know when in some videos people put like one weird funny image in for like a single frame so that it flashes up and goes away really quickly and you can't tell, you can't quite tell what happened. Yeah. So people have to go hunting through the frames of the video to find it. Do that. So the, they'll do that, and that's what they'll find. And they'll listen to the, and and they'll watch the video. They'll listen to this, and then they'll go back to the video and watch it again to try and find it. Yeah, that that'll definitely happen. Mm-hmm. It's it's the only possible outcome. Absolutely. <laughs> Outcome. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at KemiWord, C H E M Y Word, same on Patreon. Uh, YouTube is LG Cunningham. You can watch my video that I did, which is just me talking about YouTube being shit. Um, oh, cool. And you can find my music at chemicalword.bandcamp.com and you can find all my other podcasty stuff right here on Podhaven. Sweet. Uh, Josh, any closing words of advice? No. Fuck. Hello, it's <laughs> me back. It's Tracer. I'm here. That oh, it's my... thank God. Tracer, carry us. Yeah, I've... my dick's out. And it's me, the source filmmaker, and it's here. Uh, if you look Relatable. on top, I'm carrying a loot box. Do you want to open it? It's got your advice in it. No, fuck off, Tracer. Fuck, fuck off with your loot box. There's four things. See, this is how they get you. It is. They send Tracer to your house with a loot box on her penis. <laughs> while you're doing a podcast. <laughs> it's kind It's kind of like what that Call of Duty game, the Call of Duty World War Two, was it? They yep. turn they turn it into a spectator event. They get you while you're on the podcast so they can listen to you. 
opening Tracer's dick loot box. I don't. She's name of the podcast. She just. She just left. Tracer's dick podcast. Yeah, she, I'd, I'd slink she, away. But the thing is that she was going to give us some advice, and four discs came out, and now we just got four discs. It's not like got they four even turned. Discs. They didn't even turn into like clothes. They're not even useful suits. advice. Okay, I've got a bit of advice. They're just there to get you invested I've in got, the I've system, got, so you spend real money I've to got, get the advice you actually yeah, want. I've got a bit. I've got a bit of advice. Well, it's still winter. You know, the snowing happens sometimes. Word of yeah. advice is, don't eat the yellow snow. There you go. Classic. Bye, everyone. Artisanal. There you go. Don't eat the yellow snow. <laughs> Mum's banana. <laughs> we are definitely going to hell for this. Thanks for listening to Podhaven. Space!